This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tom Brady's done some dirty stuff. As a qu- You don't really consider a quarterback to be the guy pulling dirty stuff. He does a lot of dirty stuff. Sneaky dirty, too. Exactly. He did it with Grady. Yeah, kicking Grady in the Phenopolis, man. Sneaky dirty. Um. By the way, I don't want him on my team. And I'm not saying here. That's a given. Why would you take Brady now? You you think about the Peyton Manning to the Broncos, where everything was in place. Mm-hmm. And even then, they lost that Super Bowl, and they had come back and they got it. See, you need an offensive line as good as the Eagles. Every Look, every quarter. This is where it's funny. We get into like the old Matt Ryan argument. Well, yeah, what do you mean running game? Yes, you have to have a balanced attack. There's no running game. They're the, worst. the Buccaneers were the worst running football team in the league this year. You saw it, and Fournette was out and banged up. So they can't run the ball. The offensive line went through all that stuff. He needs to go to a team which literally, Carl, gives him the pristine pocket where he's never going to be touched. So where are you going to find that? Yeah, I, I just and, – and here's the problem I have with all these, Brady is still great. You are living in the past. You are living on what Brady was, not what he is. And, and, and the bigger thing for me, Mike, is, you know, this is like when people start talking about Jordan. When Jordan went to the Wizards, guys, he didn't win a chip. It was terrible. I'm the biggest Jordan fan in the world. It was painful. Okay? He went because he still wanted to play in the NBA. He didn't go because, well, he was chasing chip. Michael didn't truly. He didn't win a chip with the Wizards. So, I think for Brady, he won, Mike. You left New England. You won a chip without Belichick. You won. You were able to show the world, hey, all this stuff you guys saw in New England, it wasn't a joke. I was still able to, to perform at a high level. But now we're talking about a guy that's going into next season. He's going to be 46 years old and look like a shell of himself last night. I just don't know why you would invest. And what's it going to cost you, by the way? Let's just say it's $25 million, right, at the minimum. I don't, I don't need that. Everybody's talking about San Francisco. Why in the world would you move on from Brock Purdy, who's costing you nothing, if, to take a chance with Brady? If, if it goes chalk and the 49ers get to the even the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy continues to handle his water, you've got the greatest value of all time. Why would you then take on that salary? The 49ers have a lot of payroll they got to deal with, too, by the way. All those contracts are coming up. So that makes no sense. Again, if Purdy can continue on this trajectory, which has been insane. His second half was unbelievable against Seattle. Yes, making was. all the right decisions. But the one that I think makes the most sense is, first off, the owner's delusional and Stephen Ross in Miami. And maybe they, you know, Tua, it's a legitimate concern because you don't know if Tua's ever going to play another down in the NFL. Yeah. And it was already a flirtation you had, but... How do you – you're going to fire – technically the coach is an African-American coach, a minority coach. You're going to move him out and immediately go to Sean Payton and, and circumvent the Rooney rule after you moved on Flores, and that thing is still kind of on the back burner with well, the Well, the NFL. Texans did it. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, the, but the one place I would give it the most stock would be Miami. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I'm just saying for me, 
We'll see. Well, the thing I, is, I, I don't think yeah. he's done. I do think he wants yeah. to play. Oh, no, he does. And the other thing is with this, look, and the family, the personal life, people want to sit there and be armchair psychologists. Look, he's, he's an ego-driven guy. And there's every how many guys have we talked to, Carl, on golf courses, on the radio, that had a hard time walking away from their sport? Because you can never replicate that locker room vibe, the team effort, the whole thing. I don't fault Brady for wanting to keep doing it. <laughs> but you said it. Go out in the sunset. You know, yeah, it would have been like Montana. Montana lost to the AFC Championship. You gave a great fight in the comeback against the Rams. Be true to your family and walk away. Everything since then has been a has been a disaster for him by his standards. Yeah, no doubt. We'll see what happens. That's going to be a big offseason story as we continue to follow what's going on. NFL playoffs are shaped up. We now know who is playing next weekend in the divisional round. We're going to talk plenty about it all week and get you ready for the games. Chris, let's get to an NFL blitz. Hey, hey. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. All right. I don't think I'm saying anything that anybody would disagree with here. The biggest shocker of the weekend was the Chargers blowing the 27-point lead. The Jags and Trevor Lawrence come back from 27 down. Now, there were many mistakes made in this game, but, Mike, when Trevor Lawrence threw the four picks in the first half, you got to admit, you were thinking, like I was, okay, um, this is his worst game. He may throw two more in the second half. It just didn't feel right. like they were going to come out and do what they needed to do. Trevor Lawrence showed you why he's special. Like He came out. You wouldn't have thought he threw any picks the way he was slinging the ball around in the mm-hmm. second half. Comes out, guys, throw for four touchdowns in the second half. He threw the ball 47 times. And while we're talking about Brady real quick, he threw it 66 times last night. That's not a recipe for Brady to win. No, you've okay? got to be able to run the football and keep Dallas off the field, all that balanced attack. The thing that uh, drove me crazy in this game was you're watching the Chargers, and I'm saying to myself, self, this Staley guy, and they fired Lombardi, by the way. Vince Lombardi's grandson got fired today, uh, Joe Lombardi, and that you knew that was coming. But again, once you start firing assistants, you're next. You're next. That's why if I'm the Chargers, I'm watching the game, I'm saying, Sean Payton with Herbert equals a lot of championships. You, I mean, he's and now he wants a piece of the action as far as you know, picking the groceries, as you pointed out on Friday. But the, Staley, to me, is he's a defensive core. He is not a head coach. Yeah, I'm not a believer in him either. Um, and for me, it was just the fundamental small things. Listen, Atlanta, we're very familiar with having mm-hmm. a big lead and blowing it. This was very similar in the, from the standpoint of clock is your friend, right? If we've learned anything in this city, and if we ever get into that situation again, <laughs> We'll all be screaming the same thing, whether it's Arthur Smith or somebody else. Clock is your friend. Run the ball. Get first downs. Sustain drives. You don't even have to score. Sustain drives and make this game more difficult for them. And he didn't do any of that, Mike. In the second half, three and out. Three and out. Four and out. Punt, 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 punt. He didn't do any of that. I mean, I was thinking, like, just run the football screen. Even if, you know, as you said, at some point, just eat some clock. Never happened. And you said it to start the conversation. Trevor Lawrence, to be able to just completely forget how you've blown the first half and come back and be that dynamic, everybody getting involved. I thought Evan Ingram was going to be a bust after he left the Giants. He's had an unbelievable resurgence yeah. in the second half of the season for, ja- for Jackson. If you're a fantasy owner, him too. Christian Kirk, another guy left for dead. They've done a really nice job piecing that offense together. And Coach Peterson, friend of Dukes and Bell. <laughs> yes. He's got poise. He's been there in the big moments. Yeah, Peterson's done a heck of a job. Now, I know nobody's giving him a chance against the Chiefs. We'll get to that later in the week. But let's talk about what else happened, Mike. And that is the Dolphins showed up against the Bills. 
Yeah, I mean, and Buffalo, this happened earlier in the season, the middle part of the season. How would you else describe it? But Josh Allen just looks awful and makes terrible decisions, and they wobble. And they wobble because he wobbles. So do you think it is because, and I know they've been through a season now, you're, you're 18 games, 18 weeks in. No Brian Dable? They said he's got an injury that was at the shoulder, the hand, whatever it was, that it hasn't been the same, okay. the, ball, the way the ball comes out. But Dable did such an amazing – we'll get to the Giants in a second with the Vikings. But you wonder, because uh, Dorsey's done a decent enough yeah. job. Yeah. I thought the biggest loss for Buffalo was when Vaughn Miller went down on the defensive side. But he, he but it's all Josh Allen. Josh Allen makes some really weird decisions. And I think he's he loses like he loses his poise. Like like the wires go haywire for a minute when he when he's making these turnovers or these bad throws. When you see Skylar Thompson make the mistakes he did, and he made a few. You see the difference in a rookie starting and a guy with not that much experience in a big playoff game. He threw it 45 times, though. Mike, they didn't hold back. They were trying to allow him to cook, get things going. He only completed 18 of those passes. But the fact was, it wasn't a very conservative game plan. They tried. And, and let's be honest, if Waddle and company catch a couple of those balls early in the game. Oh, I mean, the Waddle drops were, I mean, they were criminal. I mean, it's, it's the kind of stuff that makes you think there is some money involved because it's absolutely criminal. The defense, and remember when when Flores got there, but but going back like three years, they built a great defense. Seven sacks the Dolphins had. They were bringing the pressure, bringing yep. the heat. You're right about that. I just thought, you know, the, the and the offense, by the way, 100, they got 107 yards rushing, but the game kind of got its own momentum, momentum and urge where they had to keep throwing it if you're Josh Allen. So the Dolphins, as Mike said, have a big decision in the offseason, where they're going to go, who they're going to bring up as a backup. They've, they've said publicly, two will be back to start next year. Let's talk in July. I, I, I'll hear you now, but let's talk in July. Right. It's Dukes and Bell. It's our NFL Blitz, brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. All right, let's talk about those Giants, Mike. The New York football <laughs> Giants are back, baby. You know, two guys, and I squinted to tweeted this, and I felt the same way watching it. I, I've said to my wife probably five times, I can't believe this is Daniel Jones. I can't believe. <laughs> Why? And, Why? Now, if you remember, when Daniel Jones, and again, New York media anointed him like his first year in Tampa Bay, had a comfort-behind victory against the Bucks, And it was like, this is it. He can run. He can throw. And then for a couple of years, it disappeared. He could never make the decision of when to run, when to throw. It was the same thing. Was it coaching? Whatever. We all knew that Dave was one of the great coaches. Probably should have been hired two years ago. He has figured this guy, at least right now, he's got this guy in a great place mentally. And also the fact that you finally got some wide receivers. They had some big drops, too. Yes, they did. But you've got wide receivers and weapons, which you can't argue he's had his entire career as a quarterback there. He Question had. out there, I'm sure a lot of people are asking, <laughs> that's one. who am I? Yeah, you who had are? this guy. Yeah. And you blew it, Joe Judge. I mean, absolute freaking clown. Uh, but, but if you didn't see the game, Darius Slayton had some unbelievable plays. We also had a huge drop at the end of the game. Right. It could have basically sealed the deal and then it put the game in jeopardy. And then right. you had to put your defense back out there. And, and the Vikings. And a couple of throws you should have caught. You're right. Oh, man. Kirk Cousins, again, comes up short. Why is Kirk? Somebody answer this. Somebody answer this. Why is Kirk Cousins throwing a three-yard play when you need when you need a first down? You like that. <laughs> Why? He throws that ball at the end of the game. I go, right. Kurt, he's not even at the he's not even at the first yeah. down marker. I mean, there's check downs and then there's the game's on the line. You gotta figure something else out. I mean, you gotta you gotta make a play. I couldn't I you couldn't gotta believe force, that. You gotta force it into a double force and so be you gotta get past the sticks. Bo, I couldn't believe that. Dexter Lawrence. That's why. He got Dexter Lawrence was breathing down his neck the entire second half. Oh. He was coming, and Kirk was like, I don't want to go down again. I'm getting rid of it. You know what, though? It's, it's interesting factoid. 
I mean, this is where the old Mike Smith sacks are overrated. <laughs> Giants didn't even have a sack in this game. They had no, pressure. Hits, hits, they had so, hits, but yes. they didn't have a, technically have a but, sack, but they were hitting them a lot. You know where they had pressure, though? The interior. Yeah. Give me somebody to pair with Grady. You want pain? Say it now. Bring the pain. I want pain. <laughs> I want Simmons. I want Breezy from Clemson. Give me all the D tackles. Mm. Well, we're going to see what the Falcons' plan is. Hey, as we talk about the NFL playoffs, Giants now get Philly. Okay, that'll happen this weekend. Um, the other game, obviously, ravens Bengals. part of the storyline, Mike, and the narrative, no Lamar Jackson on the sideline, mm. did not make the trip. Ravens showed up, though, and, again, had a chance to do it and, and weren't able to convert, man. But I give Tyler Huntley, Huntley and company big, big props because I didn't think this game was going to be close, and, and they kept it close. Ravens' defense is really good. And that's just it. It just shows you had Lamar Jackson been able to go. They kept him in that game, as you said, on Friday. Tough to beat your same divisional opponent three times. But Burrow and those guys, how many three and outs did they have in that game? That defense was bringing it. You're right. All right, guys, we got to give out some game balls and no balls. Stay right there because you're going to be shocked at who gets a game ball and no Start this out by handing out a no balls immediately off the top mic to the Chargers who fire offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi, quarterback coach Shane Day. They should be firing their head coach, Brandon Staley. He's the one to blame for the historical meltdown in the NFL playoff loss to the Jags. But this is where they start. I'm giving the Chargers organization a no balls off the top, Chris. No balls. No balls. How can you not look at Brandon Staley and go, hmm, let me look and see how we blew this game Oh, yeah, it's the head coach whose fault. Yeah, and remember, guys, take you back two years ago. They didn't want to wait for Dable to be able to interview. Remember that one? I didn't. And so they went with Brandon Staley. They moved him just one side of the building to the other because from the Rams staff to the Chargers staff. I always thought when you got a guy like Justin Herbert, just like you and I had that debate with Squid the other day about Fields and in, in, in Chicago, don't shouldn't you get like a, a overload on offensive minds and we'll figure out the defense? Let's score fifty points with this guy every That's game. That's right. If you got you got Herbert, you need to get. That's why I was harping about the Peyton thing. But you could have had they could have had Dable. They didn't want to wait an extra two or three was it two or three weeks at the time because he was with the Bills coaching staff. Makes no sense. All right, let's hand out uh, no balls. You know he's going to get it. How do you miss not one, not two, not three? We're talking about four extra points. Is it even possible? No balls. No balls. Come on, Brett. You can do it. (laughs) Here's the snap. It's good. The extra point kick is up. It kicked off the right upright and went out. My goodness. Uh, we'll need to get him in our office. Uh, Daddy, should we fire him? Uh, that's right, Junior. We need to get us a kicker that can do the job. Yeah, just it's a mind-blowing. The Cowboys have gone through kickers like Sox. The Bucks have done that a couple years ago. Some teams just get kind of, I don't know, caught with the kicker game. By the way, can we get more isolation shots of uh, Jerry and all the women wearing the old lady blingy stuff in the suite? Yeah, I saw that, man. <laughs> I, I, his suite was... Can do it. That's the best part right there. <laughs> the broadcaster praying for the kicker. Dude, you got one job. Brett Maher <laughs> misses four extra points. Mm. Um, I, I don't know how you did. Now, here's the question. You bringing some other guys this week? It was a bit to ask. Now, there's, you got all the retreads that are out there on the float if you feel that guy can step You're up. You're going to play the 49ers on the road. You yeah. better get your field goal kicker straight. I know they're at the other end of the bay now, but there's still some breezes in Levi Stadium, right, in Santa Clara. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. I, I don't know. Do, do you bring a guy? Does it mess with his head even more if you bring a guy in to compete? He did hit the field goal after they went forward on four. They didn't trust him in the field goal prior. Is this, is this the yips? Was this the yips last night? 
I mean, there, goodness. it wasn't like it was gale force winds in Tampa. I mean, it was, you saw the flags, but I mean, nothing was, he just, he kept, he kept sliding or hooking. He was hooking, hooking, hooking. Is, is this the guy who can't get off the tee and, and keeps hitting it right? I'm just saying. Is it, what is this? And by the way, you get two off the tee on your first hole, not on the second <laughs> hole. That's right, my boy Hubs, guy we play golf with. Let me get another ball. No, 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 hit no, two no. already. No, no. Hey, by the way, can I throw one of no balls while we're talking about no balls? Um, Tom Brady's done this before. I forgot about the Ed Reed incident when there was a pick in, uh, against the Ravens. He has a penchant for trying to kick guys in the jimmy. We saw it in the, uh, if you remember, guys, in the uh, the ridiculous roughing the passer play here where uh, Grady Jarrett obviously didn't do anything wrong, and Tom Brady, while he's on the ground, went to kick him. Well, you have a what was supposed to be a fumble. They ruled it down by contact on Chris Godwin. Malik Hooker swoops in. Tom Brady comes sliding in like he's sliding into home plate, uh, home base. He did. He, he, it was like a soccer slide. No balls. And you're on grass wearing ice spikes, and most of these dudes don't. You don't wear cups in football. You wear a jockstrap. You're not wearing a protective device like a, a third baseman, so you can get your nuts hit, man, by Tom Brady's spikes. I thought it was cheap, uh, and and it shows you, I think, the mindset of Tom. Tom, you get the sense like he's not supposed to be touched, like nobody's supposed to touch Tom. And when mm-hmm. you get hit, he had thrown the interception, right? This is only interception, Mike. You're talking about, right? Right. And, and he gets blocked. Boom. And so a little payback had to come, and it came at the price of, well, I hope nobody sees this. Tom, there's 8 million cameras on the field. You didn't think anybody was going to see you slide in and try to illegally kick this guy? Balls. It's like the Bruce Lee kick in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when Brad Pitt throws him into the Lincoln. (laughs) Because Brady literally, he comes flying into the the picture frame. Yeah, I, I I thought it was cheap too, Mike. Let's give a game ball to the Jags. They stun the world. They come back 27 down, game ball. Game balls. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good. 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 The Jaguars have won it. The Jaguars have won it. They have come back from 27 nothing to win the game. Incredible. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. Mm. And they covered. <laughs> good. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I think they did, right? Were they favored in that game? Were they favored in that game? Chargers were two and a half point favorites. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> My only win of the weekend. <laughs> Unreal. Hey, let's give a game ball to uh, Saquon Barkley, guys. The, he takes this to the house. Um, the Giants win. Do you, do you give them any, any <laughs> way that they can go into Philadelphia and win. You know, we've had debates about uh, what Hurts has accomplished this year. I, I think you I think you just got to sell out on the kitchen sink blitz and just make him make mistakes and take your lumps. But he's got a great wide receiver core. There's the risk. And the plus they got a balanced attack. And, oh, by the way, the best offensive line in the NFL. So yeah. good luck with that. And a good defensive line. Here's right. Saquon Barkley, though. The Giants get a game ball. Game balls. Rita in the right left slot goes in motion. Toss left for Barkley. Gets a block. Barkley to the 25, Barkley to the left sideline, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Giants! Saquon Barkley on a 28-yard burst. Now, you want to go check out something really cool. Brian uh, Balding, I do a podcast with him. He did his Balding breakdowns. He breaks down this play. This is basically a power sweep where you've got guys on the offensive line pulling. But, Mike, there is just about this much room for Saquon Barkley to cut up when he needs to make the cut for this 28-yard touchdown. It's a beautiful play. But it's one of those plays that, as an offensive lineman, like if they don't make the blocks, 
This thing doesn't happen. And they literally made the right blocks at the right time. It's a great run by Saquon mm. Barkley. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that against the Eagles. I just don't. Meanwhile, let's hand out a no balls. Joey Bosa, man, mm. keep your cool. You cannot blow these opportunities for your teammates. And he did that. No balls. Uh, I mean, if I say something to them, I get a $40,000 fine. But if they blow a call that ruins an entire team's season, they get to, they're probably back in the locker room after the game. Like, I got that. Oh, yeah, got him 15 yards. What a loser. I guarantee it. That's what they're talking like in the back. When did Bosa become Jamie Gum? You heard my precious. Either laughing back there, laughing at me, Carl. Oh, let's get this blank hole. It does sound a little creepy. I will say that. And only because you've got me thinking about Silence of the Lambs. Don't you hurt my precious. <laughs> you've got me thinking about it. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. <laughs> in the locker room after the game, I'm like, oh, God. I didn't realize Bosa sounded like his brother doesn't sound like that. No, he does. Kind of like the uh, Squid Billy. Who was it? Board Burton and Jeff Burton, the Burton brothers in NASCAR. One talked normal, so the other sounded like he was fighting in Gettysburg. Well, that's because Ward grew up on the southern end of the house, Mike. <laughs> Seriously, we, you know what? well, I feel we look good about my Caterpillar car, but he will take the day if we get good uh, tiles today. Good year. What? But anyway, I, I didn't realize Bosa sounded like that. He's talking about the refs and how they can ruin your season. And if he says something, he yes. gets fined forty grand. Either way, he lost his cool. It was not a good look. And by the way, why aren't more people killing him for this? Yeah, Chuck Smith said it. Chuck Smith played the position and said in the playoffs. Now, in the playoffs, they'll let you tackle Jamar Chase because, let's be honest, DBs were grabbing guys left and right in that Ravens-Bengals game. Same thing in the Bills game. But this is one where maybe he's got a rep as a guy who's always talking jive and the refs don't want to hear it. I don't know. So yeah. you're like, I got that. You've got to keep you cool. Personally, I don't. I mean, once you're away from the scrum, throwing your helmet, who cares? But yeah. they got him. Yeah, you can do that on the sidelines. You can't do it on the field. Um, let's hand out a no balls. Mike McDaniel, fourth down gaff. Oh. Mike McDaniel, no balls. No balls. Communicated to me through the um, upstairs, you know. From, uh, from the headset, I think. Um, I was standing by an official. Uh, I, I had just had gotten convicted information that it was a first down, um, so I, I don't really know exactly who it was from. It was probably the first time all year that that had happened, so, um, you know, you, nah. you, you try to do your best. As it was, I thought we had a fourth and six opportunity. I mean, I don't know. I was uh, somebody in my ears. So, so who let the, the the guy in the the, the guy with the gator? In? First down. I mean, it. So okay, all right. So be that as it may. Now you've got 40, 39, 38, That's right. 37. That's Get the right. play in. So uh, to me, total lack of poise. Yeah, I was, I was going to go burn one. I don't know that. But yeah, just this. That's these are the moments, Carl. They are. You know, we talked about Staley. We talked about him. We talked. I mean, there, there was there was uh, John Har- John Harbaugh's won a Super Bowl. How are you? What are you saving your timeouts for? Christmas for next year? I don't. You had to get some timeouts. They create a, a no-win situation for a quarterback that's not Lamar Jackson. That made no sense to me in the final minute. No, you're right. All three of those guys had big-time gaffes over the weekend, and and all three of those guys are at home. All three of those right. guys' teams are. But done. of all those guys, John Harbaugh should know better. I agree. I, there was no reason for that. One last game ball, and he deserves it. That's Brock Purdy, guys. 
He's balling, mm. and I think he's made the decision for the 49ers very easy moving forward. They're not bringing Garoppolo back. They can't franchise him, so that's not happening. And then you've got Trey Lance under contract. But Brock Purdy, game ball. Game balls. McCaffrey now the lone back. Purdy under center. Got a quarterback sneak. He stood up, but they push him from behind. Touchdown! San Francisco! A little Purdy push in the back. <laughs> Pretty cool. Shanahan's a freaking genius. That was unbelievable. They just piled it on. And guys, I got nothing against Geno Smith. I just, I think people became prisoner of the moment with an amazing run, and he did have an amazing run this year. But you always revert back to your nature, and Geno's nature is to be a turnover machine when the chips are down, which he was. He really was. Hey, coming up, yeah, man, no man's on the way. We'll find out what's going on with Bo Morgan. Four o'clock, we'll talk about the parade. What is, uh, what else was said this mm. weekend that had people buzzing? And we'll talk about uh, the tragedy that happened as well. Stay tuned. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up in about 25 minutes, you're going to get a chance to hear from the assistant general manager of our Atlanta Hawks. His name's Kyle Korver. Um, I love Kyle Korver as a player and what he was for our Atlanta Hawks. I don't know what kind of executive Kyle Korver is going to be. And, and I'll just say this. I love Michael Jordan as a player. As an executive, not been the best. I don't know what Kyle Korver is going to do as an assistant general manager that's going to improve our team. I hope he does. I hope I wish him nothing but the best. We gotta we gotta get this ship right. Right. But Mike, just to say, well, he's Kyle Korver. Love him I, as a shooter. There wasn't anybody better. But I don't know what kind of executive he's going to be. And again, now we have a front office with our Hawks, and this is no disrespect to, to Landry or for that matter, Kyle. They've not done anything, Mike. No, I mean, for all the guys that are, are having success, there's 100 that aren't in all sports. Look at John Lynch with the 49ers. You know, I mean, he's done a fantastic job, and, you know, they find a way, and they made a big, bold move with McCaffrey. But, yeah, I'm the biggest – you know me, Carl. I love Michael Jordan. But Kwame Brown, that's on his watch, man. It was a damn disaster. It, it, well, you had guys turning down 
you had guys tr- – Kenny Atkinson's turned down the job, Mike, hmm. to become the Hornets coach because he was like, oh, I'm not sure about the organization. Right. It's Michael Jordan. But it just tells you sometimes it doesn't mean that it's just going to translate right. when you're a great player to then be in the front office and say, hey, we're going to build a team and you have great teams. All right, with that said, let's get to Bo Morgan and Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo, what's on your mind, man? Happy Tuesday, guys. Short work week because of the MLK holiday. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. What's happening, Bo? You know, I was sitting there watching um, the Niners game, and Purdy was a little rough in the first quarter. He was missing some throws. He looked a little little off. Yeah. But then, you know, watching the whole game, he, he got better. He, he made some phenomenal plays where he his his primary target was taken away, and he found Elijah Mitchell for one and, and Christian McCaffrey for another, both touchdown passes in the red area. But the whole time I was sitting there, not once did I think, yeah, Desmond Ritter can't do this. Mm-hmm. He can't do that. Okay. And me and Chris talking about who has a stronger arm. There's there's no reason, and I wanted to get y'all's take on it, There's, but nothing I saw from Ritter in the four games that he got to play told me he can't do what Brock Purdy's doing with an offensive line like that, with weapons like that, with a team like that around him. So it's interesting because I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. What would this look like for our team and our quarterback with the same similar circumstances? And would he be successful? I'm a big believer that because of of who he is, uh, I feel the same way. But, uh, Mike, I I can't jump the gun, though, because, again, we haven't seen it. And sometimes when you have less talent around you and you're still able to be successful – it shows you a little something. So yeah, I mean, you gotta look. I, we love Arthur Smith, and I'm, I'm, I think he's getting it. And I think this team's going to get better next year. I mean, I'm more concerned with what Fontenot is going to do in the personnel department. I know Arthur Smith can coach, but Shanahan has got a machine out there in San Francisco. When you think about those weapons, Debo and Ayuk, and obviously Kittle and McCaffrey, and they, they just get they just come at you in waves offensively. So that's a great position for a young quarterback to be in. Yeah, and, and I love seeing the guy do it. And by the way, he's the third option. I mean, Trey Lance might never see another contract in the NFL if he can't stay healthy and stay on the field, much less mm-hmm. with San Francisco. And, you know, now do you keep Jimmy G around for another year as a backup? I mean, I don't think he'll want that. There's there's all kinds of things going on in, in there. And by the way, Brock Purdy, if I'm not mistaken, being a seventh-round pick, is only on a three-year contract. Correct. So they might have one more year of Purdy if he continues to do this, and then they're going to have to re-sign him. So – there's a lot of things that kind of roll into this whole thing. Yeah. It's funny, San Francisco, two different coaches, two different areas, but remember, Alex Smith gets injured, they go with Kaepernick, and then Kaepernick turns it into something special while it lasted with Harbaugh, yeah. and this guy's doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I um, and to your point, though, Mike's right. They've got everything. If you're going to tell me in the next four years, okay, because it ain't going to happen overnight, but let's just say three years, that we're going to have a top defense – Across the board, we're going to have star power, edge rushers, all the things that they possess, and you're going to have those weapons on offense. Yeah, I think it, you're setting your quarterback up for success. And, and Arthur Smith's system, again, all these systems are, are variants of what we're seeing with Shanahan's offense. It's not the same. It's not what they're doing in, in Green Bay, but it's very similar. So, Bo, I do agree with you on that. But the problem is we don't have the personnel. Well, you know, you're, you're not – 
you're not wrong. You're right, especially on defense. But I look over, healthy Kyle Pitts. Maybe you get a left guard. You add a number two option. You got Algier. You got Cordero. Boom, my weapons are there. Go to defense, add something with Grady. Add something uh, in the back end, re-sign Rashawn. Boom, my defense is there. Draft it. So I, I don't think you're you're so right, Carl, and I don't want to jump the gun, but we're not that far away. Okay. We're really not. No, no, I mean, we just, look, we, need, we needed Brian Edwards to not suck that trade from the Raiders. That was a zero. He's gone midseason. That's one of those that hurt. You know, the, the Calvin Ridley thing, it ran its course. And, and, you know, remember Jacksonville will get Calvin Ridley back next year. How about that for those weapons that they were all building on? Oh, yeah. 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 Doug Peterson sat down there, too, ETN and mm-hmm. running back. So that, you know, but anyways, it's just, it, I just sat there watching. I was like, my guy can do that. And Desmond Ritter's my guy. I, I'm, dude, I'm always riding with whoever's QB1 for the Atlanta Falcons. I always have been. I always will. Uh, all right. Speaking of QB1s. Because Squid's got loyalty, people. Well, I'm a a Falcons fan. Maybe it's not in vogue anymore to be a fan of a team that's not the best. It's called being a loyal fan, Carl. It's called having heart. Heart. That's right. That's That's right. right. And uh, I'm the the radio version of Rudy. All right. Or Stetson Bennett. Whichever one you want to go with. Whoever's in, you know, in in season. I I thought of it last night watching the Hawks yesterday. Like the guy sitting behind the Miami bench wearing heat jerseys. Oh, get out of here, you bunch of phony Bakers. Man, y'all burn us. I know Stetson. By the way, hold on a sec, real quick. I've been a big Stetson defender. First off, the whole 7-5 and five thing is the biggest complete <laughs> garbage fallacy made up, oh, pie-in-the-sky, unicorn crap I've he ever read heard. read one publication that might have said that. I don't know who. No, his coach told him that, and he believed it. <laughs> what, what was that? The, the Vol Fan Magazine? Exactly. What was that? He read it in one magazine. Yeah. The other thing I'll say is it's funny that Georgia fans uh, – who, who some, not all, I'm, I'm going to tell you that, some Georgia fans said, all right, you're a nice story, you won your title, now go away so we can win it better with a real quarterback. And then he does it in better fashion, undefeated, and now they're upset. Well, he didn't He didn't thank us. I mean, you know, well, why, why is he mad at us? Well, because you doubted him and you told him to get the hell down the road, and he didn't like it. So that's who he – I don't think he was talking to the media. I think he was talking to the fan base that turned on him after he won the title. I really do. Huh. Screw it. We got two rings, man. You know? Again, we tried to quantify it earlier. Is it a quarter of the Georgia <laughs> nation? I don't know. I mean, does it matter if you have a Heisman Trophy winner who looks the part at six foot five? Yes, we all, we all wanted Trevor Lawrence or a Bryce Young. You got a guy that got it done. Who cares? Well, yeah. by the way, Bryce Young is the same height as Stetson. Right. So those people just they don't they don't know what they want. They want a Heisman Trophy winner here, and he made it to the final. Whether that was a Gold Watch kind of uh, award, whatever, the Bruce for his meritorious service the last two. Well, yeah, you have a Heisman winner. Celebrate him. <laughs> It's a great story, man. I, you might be right, Bo, on that. I mean, honestly, but but here's the deal. I, I would love for him to just say that. Like, at this point, his legacy set. If he would have said, for those Georgia fans who doubted me, here's what I need to say to you, I wouldn't have had an issue with that. But but when you generalize and be like, yeah, y'all, y'all, you count us out. I mean, who are you yeah, talking that's, about? That's the thing. You know, there you go. You just put it there. I mean, what are you just – yeah, for the folks who didn't believe, hey, whatever. You know? Just say it. Just But that's – but. I would think, yes, you want your guy to be a little more magnanimous in the moment, but he's got an axe to grind. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Maybe that'll fuel him to the next level. All right, real quick, uh, you guys are going to have 10 seconds apiece to comment. Right. But the Manning cast stuff was really fun last night. We had the, the, the Mauler stuff at the kicker, but this was better to me. Peyton says, you know what, halftime adjustments, that's a surface narrative. Coming out of halftime, all those halftime adjustments, it really paid off right there that 
I don't know about you. I don't think I ever made a halftime adjustment in my entire 18-year career. I think it's the biggest myth in football, the halftime adjustments, right? You go in, you, eat, you use the restroom, you eat a couple of oranges, and then the head coach says, all right, let's go. Now, now, Eli did retort, but some would say, you know, maybe it's about, like, are you lined up properly, sliding your protection. There are some nuances, and maybe it sure. didn't affect Peyton, but there's certainly some things you got to tighten up if you're getting your butt kicked in the first half. Yeah, I, and I think, too, coaches make the adjustments. It's not players. Coaches come in. Mm. The coaches, they don't even meet with these guys. I know you guys have this perception, like, we're all it's gung-ho. They go in, and they're like, look, what's working, what's not? Guys up in the booth, what are you seeing? Right. They collaborate, and then they go, all right, we're going to change something. You change something in the run game, Mike. You might change something in your play, uh, in your in your pass game. It's not the players. Payne's not lying about that, but the coaches right. do. But the coaches see it, and it, it was with the eye in the sky, now with the tablets and everything, if you're seeing pressure from a certain side or they're bracketing the coverage of the quarterbacks, I would think with a younger quarterback, if you're seeing something upstairs that he's not seeing on the field, you're going to relay that information to him. Yeah, but I just – Payne well, says never, I, not once in his career. I, I, And I don't believe that either. He's being, he's being a little facetious there. I do think, as, as cerebral as he is, that's foolish to think that in the 18 years, he is a savant, guys. Right. That he's not going to come out and go, hey, Reggie Wayne, I need you to run the skinny post and not, and not this. That's an adjustment, by the way. I think, I think what he's doing, though, is he's, he, what he's trying to point out is never in a game did we wait till halftime to say, okay, we'll right. change it at halftime. We can't do it before because it's got to be our halftime adjustment. Yeah, look, look at the Cowboys. Cowboys had two three and outs, and then Dak, they, 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 something changed in what they were doing, what, how they well, attacked it. You adjusted play calling. You adjusted, like you said, line shifts. Like there's all, but they do that on the fly. Yeah. They don't just go, well, at halftime we'll adjust that. They, you just adjust your play calling, and, and that's why you huddle with your guys on the on the bench, or you have a you know the, the old telephone, or now you get on a headset to the to the, you know what? To the of all, booth. Of all, we always like have fun because some of the movie has some parts that make no sense. But any given Sunday, they kind of show you what goes on at halftime, how quickly, how how crazy it is, you know, in the locker room, how quickly it turns around. I don't forget what happened at halftime in that movie. What happened at halftime? This everybody's getting one guy's getting a pain shot. One oh guy's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Guys getting nice stuff. They're popping somebody's shoulder back in. All that stuff's going down. Everybody's getting fixed up. Right. All right, guys. As always, Yeah Man No Man is brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Get over to WSauce.com. Find a retailer near you. And don't forget, online at GeorgiaHempCompany.com, Squidbilly10, you get 10% off your CBD needs. Turtle, we're going to make an adjustment. Hit my music. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's Dukes yeah. and Bell. We're talking about what happened in the NFL playoffs. Hawks had a good weekend on the court. We're going to hear from Kyle Corbett, the assistant general manager who stopped by our morning show, coming up in less than 25 minutes. What is he saying about where the organization is and what's the plan? But when we come back, we got to talk about what happened over the weekend. We'll explain next on Sports Radio 929 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.